Welcome to a holiday edition of Coach's Corner. I'm Jake Lancer without my partner Bill Coleman today, but today we have our first boys basketball Coach's Corner of the year with Coach Rabibo. Coach, thank you so much for hopping on the pod with us. The Wolverines are currently undefeated right now, getting ready to go into a big holiday slate of games. How's the season gone so far from your perspective? Um, thanks for having me, first of all. And uh, it's gone well. You know, um, the, 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 the nuance of scheduling now is kind of a science. Um, the, the, the traditional tournaments in the preseason, like, well, I guess pre-Christmas break, have kind of or holiday break have kind of gone by the wayside and now they're showcase style so trying to get quality games is pretty difficult but we felt like we managed to do that while also getting games um it's like we're identifying things that were that are strong suits and kind of starting to identify weaknesses a little bit earlier which is great and uh you know we're nine and oh um and uh our best basketball is still ahead of us you know i think last year the team wasn't really tested until they played liberty first loss of the year obviously this year, it feels like, you know, playing Perry and then playing Pius Mathias, two good tests pretty early in the year. Did you know that, I mean, P- Perry, obviously, nationally ranked team. Did you know this Pius game also, like, when scheduling these would be two tough early games? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're chasing quality games at every opportunity we can. Um, you know, La Mirada's a really good team, beat a potential open division team. And Damien competed with Bosco for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so that was another game we sought out. We thought Palisades was going to be pretty good. And yeah. Obviously, you can't control transfers and things like that. Um, you know, last year we actually went out of town a lot and traveled for some quality games early on, and and um, we we knew these two teams were going to be talented. Um, we know uh, they had some senior heavy guys, and that they were they were going to be very competitive, and that's what we wanted. That's yeah. where we feel like we're going to kind of find out who we are and, and what we're made of and what we need to improve on. So let's touch on the Pius game for a sec. You know, close game down the wire. We're up by a lot. They come back. Who did you really see step up towards the end of the game and sort of take things into their own hands? You know, um, throughout the whole game, I thought uh, we, we, we were somewhat disconnected on the offensive end. We, we, we lacked a level of execution. Um, maybe we undervalued our opponent at times. Um, but I thought Isaiah Carroll and Josh Engelberg were really big for us coming off the bench. Christian Ori was playing great, but he was yep. just uh, slated with some foul trouble and, and, and uh, you know, some calls that just didn't go our way, which part of the game. Um, but I thought those two guys with him in foul trouble really hung in and played well. I thought Don Bentho was pretty good as well, um, eating up space and, and doing some good stuff on the defensive end and, and even finishing around the basket. Yeah, you know, you talk about Dom, that sort of leads me into my next question. You know, he doesn't play the same type of style of game as maybe Jacob Huggins or Landon Lewis, but he's been really big on the boards, especially so far. You know, he's still young. He's going to progress as the season goes. As the season goes on, what are you looking to see out of him, you know, as he continues to play more and more games? You know, just for him to 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 be himself, be comfortable, and continue to believe in what he what he's capable of, you know, being a sophomore starting on a team that is uh, returning state champs and, and has all this uh, pressure and, and uh, expectations, it's not an easy task for anybody. So um, I'm I'm excited for him. I'm I think his best basketball is way ahead of him, and I think every game we're starting to see a little more and more of what he really is and what he's capable yeah. of. So Dom was on that state team. I know this was obviously, you know, a couple months ago, but really haven't had the chance to talk to you since then, just, you know, scheduling stuff like that. So first off, want to, you know, congratulate you on the win, but also want to ask, you know, 
with all the time you've been not only at Harvard West, like just coaching to sort of reach that, you know, pinnacle moment beating St. Joseph in Sacramento, like what were the emotions like right when that buzzer hits? It, it was heavy. Um, you know, the, the, the amount of time, the amount of hours, the amount of sacrifice from, from every single player who's played in our program for the last nine years, yeah. th- that, that's a byproduct of where we got, where we, what we did and what we accomplished. And, uh, you know, just on a personal level, like you, you wonder, like, hey, is this something we're ever going to be able to do? And then we did it. And not only did we do it, we did it at the highest level um, and something to be pretty proud of, you know, especially with such a great group of young guys. Um, yeah. You know, high character, great workers, great coaching staff, great administration. It was it was very special to me. You know, it's interesting because I think that, you know, at least at my time at Harvard West, like it feels like at the start of every season, there's you know, this motivation of, you know, making right on what happened the year before, whether that's in the regular season or the playoffs. Obviously, you know, the loss to Bosco, not getting to win, you know, CIF uh, before State, that still stings. But, you know, Mission League play won it for, you know, I think this is the fifth time in a row, fourth yeah. time in a row. Yeah, so yeah. that happens, you know, you win. There are all these, you know, amazing things that happen. Where did you go to find the fuel for the guys at the start of the season? You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, when we do our exit meetings, I, I challenge the departing seniors to challenge the rising yeah. seniors. And uh, Brady and Jacob kind of said, hey, finish it this time to Trent and Robert and Christian and uh, Nico, Josh, and, yeah, and yeah. all the other seniors. Um, they like, finish it and do it better than we did it. And, uh, you know, they, they remind them that they won their last game. And I, so I think, uh, I think that that in itself kind of starts the fire, you know, ignites the match, so to speak, or, or lights the match, so to speak. But, um, I think our guys, we've got great kids who, who are passionate about being great, um, who are passionate in their pursuit of, of excellence and and relentless to that degree. So I think they are very self-motivated. You know, we've got a culture where year round our guys are working well, they're not just working for themselves. You know, they're working because they're rooted in, in substance, not flash. Yeah. They, they believe in in the things that matter that we value as a program. And with that comes high expectations. And when you create those expectations um, and that standard of work, you know, you, you want to reach the, the pinnacle. And I think they know what that pinnacle is. And um, I, I'm glad I'm happy that that's their that's what's driving them. And uh by no stretch of the imagination, our, our goal every year is to be the best team we can be. Obviously, we want to win league. Obviously, we want to win uh, the Southern Section uh, CIF playoffs. And obviously, we want to win state. Um, but they drive that. Yeah. You know. So Trent Perry, last year, won Mission League Player of the Year. There are people out there that are calling him the best player in California. When you have someone so talented like that on the floor, I know you like to run you know, a pretty structured offense, You know, real big fundamentals guy. Is it ever difficult to try and balance that with sort of giving him the reins and letting him run loose a little bit? Yeah, you know, you, you have to balance it. Um, you have to let him be him. But then you have to also make sure that you're preparing him for the next level. And there are realities to that, right? Um, I say this every year to our departing seniors, but wherever you go, that coach doesn't care about how yeah. you feel or what you're doing. He, he cares about are you doing the job to help him win because this is his livelihood. And so, um, obviously, we're not to that degree. But for me, um, I want Trent to be Trent. No, no, no different than I want Christian to be Christian or Robert to be Robert and Nick to be Nick and Amir Jones to be Amir. 
and so on. Um, but I also want him to understand things that are going to lead to him having an opportunity to play next year and being the best version of himself. So uh, it's a balancing act, but I think it's that same balancing act. Anytime you have a really talented player, you've got to get them to play and understand certain situational things, but you also have to let them be them. And then on the flip side, they got to be recipro- they got to reciprocate that same want to when you're trying to coach them. Um, I think it's a it's a uh, a partnership and a relationship that you have to manifest. Sometimes guys are going to take bad shots because they haven't touched the ball in a while. Okay, they got their shot off. You kind of address it and we move on. And and uh, he he's a he's a fun guy to coach. He's incredibly talented and uh, he keeps getting better and better. Mission League Gauntlet is coming up. Before that, there's a winter slate for this team. They go to a couple showcases, play some teams. For the viewers, could you sort of give a rundown of, you know, what's on the schedule the next couple of weeks? Yeah. Um, you know, it starts off tomorrow at home versus Campbell Hall. We hope uh, Fanatics show up um, and and start supporting. You know, I think uh, I'd love to get, to get more school support yeah. there um, because this is a team worth rooting for. Um so we'll open up. We'll have Campbell Hall at home tomorrow. Saturday, we're in a showcase against uh, Rancho Christian. And then we go to the following Wednesday. We're at home against Valencia, all three levels. After that, we'll take a few-day break, then get back to practicing in preparation for Le Schwab, um, which is the Nike tournament in Portland, um, which will have the likes of Perry from Arizona, um, a Spokane, Washington team, and then Columbus from okay. uh, Florida yeah, with yeah. the Boozers, <laughs> as well as a slate of uh, very good Oregon teams. Um, so that, that'll be a great test for us. Uh, upon returning, we'll open up the, fa- the Friday the 5th at Alamany in our first Mission League game, and then that f- Saturday have a showcase game against Heritage Christian. Okay. So we're excited. Um, we're looking forward to it, and the guys are working. Um, they had an incredible practice. They, they're starting to identify things and, and really be open to, to expanding their games and, and helping each other out, and it's, it's an exciting time. You know, I, I want to sort of go off topic for a sec, you know, touch, you, you just mentioned Columbus, which just sort of gets me thinking, you know, obviously uh, we, we've played them in section seven and, you know, we've played teams of that caliber outside of, you know, the regular season. It's tough to compare a team like Columbus in some ways to a mission league opponent. And it's also easy to compare them in some ways. Where do you see the biggest differences when playing a team like I'll just I'm using Columbus as sort of an example for one of those schools, right? Like, at, you know, top of the nation yeah. right there. I mean, we are, too, at this point. But, you know, compared to a mission league opponent, what are the big differences? Well, you know, the first thing, context is really important. You know, if we see if we're fortunate enough to see Columbus, they're three and we're three and so now we're playing them on the fourth day yeah. of a four game tournament. And, uh, you know, at that point. It comes down to who wants it more, who's got, who's healthy, who's got enough legs, uh, and who's going to make plays. Um, where in the Mission League, you're getting that coach and that team's best shot. They're getting a day, two days to prepare. Uh, they're getting four days to prepare, pending how they use Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, obviously, you can't practice, but you know their coaches are still preparing. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity for preparation, where you know you're you're getting a, a maybe hour shoot around on game day to prepare for a Columbus. Um, and then, you know, even in the fall, like we did zero preparation for prolific prep or any of these other teams because we're focused on us. Um, we wanted to identify certain things um, while we're playing, obviously. And then you kind of work on personnel based stuff and action based stuff that our guys kind of know. Yeah. Um, but the prep is minimal. You know, you're, you're focused on you. We're in the mission league. Uh, 
as much time as you're spending on you, you're spending on preparing for the your opponent as well and game planning. So I think that is probably the biggest difference. Um, from a talent perspective, listen, every team in the Mission League has great talent uh, and put guys who are really hard to guard, and they do a great job within what they do. Um, and Columbus has a really talented team like Perry um, who, who are really good at doing what they do, but they're all still trying to figure each other out. Uh, it's early in the season, and, you know, despite the, the thought like, hey, basketball's year-round, when the lights are on, things can be a little different. Yeah. You know, I think that this team in the past couple of years, you know, they've, they've played fast. They pushed the pace. It feels that this year things are going even quicker, teams playing even faster. And they can slow it down if they need to depending on the opponent. But it feels like watching the team early into the season, the pace is at an all-time high. Would you agree with that? And if so, what motivated that? Yeah, you know, um, we, we definitely wanted to play faster this year, get the ball ahead, and, you know, tr- try and try and play to our strengths. And uh, and obviously we feel like we have a lot of – we're a very athletic team. We're a very versatile team, um, and we're a team that prides ourselves on, on defense and rebounding. Um, and so we thought to ourselves, hey, what's one of the best ways for us to kind of eliminate being guarded and utilize our depth? Let's play a little faster. Um, and so we're trying to do that, but we're also trying to do that with the understanding of playing great basketball. Um, and, and, and within that you have your, your ups and your downs and your highs and your lows. But, um, I I believe this team is as versatile a team as we've had. They can play fast. They can play slow. They can play in, they can play out. We can move guys around. We can play small and our small still has six, eight, six, seven, six, four, six, five out there with, with, you know, whoever else. Um, six three and whatnot, so it's pretty big for a small lineup. Um, but uh, the 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 versatility is what really wanted us to force that and and to be able to play a lot of bodies so that that we are comfortable with who we are. You know, last game, uh, or excuse me, two games ago against Pius, we had Christian Ori in foul trouble, ended up fouling out. Don was in foul trouble, and I even think uh, Nick and uh, yeah. Robert were in foul trouble, and so you know we went nine nine ten deep almost, and you know. We sustained. Obviously, we, we almost gave up the lead and, and had some issues there, but we led the whole game. Yeah. I think if I could go ask anyone in the world what is the key to winning the Mission League, you would be on the, the top of my list first person. <laughs> I mean, I, I gen- genuinely mean it. I don't think there's anyone else in the world that would know better what it takes to win the Mission League, especially as of recently. Every year, depending on the teams in the league, what the HW team looks like, it's going to be something different that's the key. This year in the 2024 season, what is the key to winning the Mission League? The key to winning the Mission League is offense and defensive rebounding. Um, that That is uh, number one priority for us right now. I think um, we we have done a great job in past years of being very, very good on the both offense and defensive glass. And, uh, you know, I think that's the key for us. This is a holiday-themed episode. Got to ask with the kids, what is the favorite holiday movie to watch? The Rabibo Family Household. What's the what's the favorite right now? You know, right now we are stuck on the Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Um, my daughter is obsessed with Jack. Yeah, I think it, he frightens her and intrigues her at the same time, and she can't understand how this Halloween thing is involved in Christmas. So. Uh, we're, we're trying to get through it, uh, <laughs> but that is the movie right now. Growing up, what was your personal favorite holiday movie? <sighs> my favorite holiday movie, um, 
Elf. Okay. Elf was classic. Elf's a classic. Can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you go wrong with Elf? Can't. <laughs> Want to wrap up by asking tomorrow, take on Campbell Hall. Pretty interesting team, especially with, you know, what went on in the offseason. What's the game plan going into taking on Campbell Hall? You know, number one, um, we, we they're they're small and very athletic, and they like to shoot a lot of three. So we've got to defend the three-point line. We've got to do a great job of, of, of showing bodies in driving lanes and, and eliminating driving lanes for – for their guys, and uh, we just got to do a great job with our talk. If we're talking and communicating, I think we're as elite a defensive team as I've ever had. Um, and so my hope is that we will take the lessons learned from last week and yeah. apply them to tomorrow. Um, I, I think we'll be hard to guard and match up with with our versatility and size, um, but the key is defending the three-point line and, and doing a great job offensive defensive glass and and, and eliminating dry, straight driving lanes. Well, all right. Thank you so much for taking the time. Come out and support the team tomorrow against Campbell Hall. Coach, I hope you have a great holiday with the team and with the family. Hope to see you again soon. This has been another great episode of Coach's Corner. I'm Jake Lancer.